how that All I know is All you I know is you don't know your ride temperature. And his ass is from that place that I don't like very much. Misery? Which? No, England. Oh. Oh. How do you know you don't like it when we haven't been there yet? No, no, no. I, 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 I know I don't. I have not liked almost all of the people that I've met from England. How about that? That's fine. But when we go there... And I know what England has done to the entire world. Okay. I'll give you that. But when we go there... And I teach English, and that's a really fucked up language. Really difficult. Okay. So, you put all that together... Totally justified. Totally justified in my stance. And I'm sure I'm not the only one. I'm sure you're not the only one either. But when we go there. When we go there, I'll have my one finger salute everywhere I go. So, you wanted to talk to the people. What did you want to talk to the people about? Seeing as though you got something to say, and I don't. So I'm going to sit here and drink wine. I don't have anything to say. I really don't have a whiny Monday thing this week. Because. Especially since I'm essentially done. I've graded all my papers. I am just need to do a little bit of report writing for next week and deliver deliver the report in verbal form in a meeting because that's what I tend to do is write the report and the report will be the thing that I say in the meeting, which I figured out what I'm going to say now. What are you going to say? It only took a few weeks. Well, see, my dilemma has been, I have gone to, this will be my fourth. Yeah. Fourth meeting like this where we are supposed to talk about what we've done. And usually what Chinese teachers do is they toot their own horn. I did this and I did that. And they negate everything that the students have done. They don't talk about the students at all. They talk about what they did and how the students were basically tag-alongs to whatever they did. So, in order to switch that up, I've decided I'm going to talk only about the students and what they did. So I'm going to talk about what classes they had, how they performed in those classes, and that's it. Because our students weren't able to do anything else. Hmm. So since that's the case, that's what I'm going to talk about. And if they have any questions, which they won't because they never do, right? I will then be done within about two minutes. And then you can leave and come home. Well, I won't leave in the middle of the meeting, but... I'll leave at the end of the meeting and come home. I never stay anyway. They usually have some kind of buffet or something, and I usually walk out. Some pork laden. Yeah, I usually walk out by then. So, there you go. All right, I think you need to be a little bit louder. You're, you're like, not. Really? Not. Is this like, better? You're, like, yeah, you did something. And I just moved my microphone okay, a little bit closer. You need to stop doing that. Oh, sorry. <laughs> but was, you need to talk. I was checking my Like cord. a normal person. I am talking like a normal no, person. No, you're whispering like a Karen. Oh, we, we have to goodness. go through this every single time. We don't. But I've got you like turned way, way up, and I'm still not really registering you at a, much at all. 
So that means you got to do that thing that you do, that you normally do. (laughs) That thing that you do, you know. You know what you do. There, that's better. Yes, no? Mm. Maybe? A little bit? No? Okay, why don't you talk like you're talking to Aaron in his room? I'm not yelling. I'm not going to yell. Call him. No, he's talking to Frank. The, and? If he's talking <laughs> to you act like friend. You act like he's in the CIA. <laughs> Look. What, what, what is he doing that's so damn important? <laughs> I don't know. They're talking girls and music and video games. What do teenage boys talk about? Oh, God. That's so funny. I mean, I don't you know. You act like that boy was in deep conversation. Listen, no deep this conversation. week he had to explain what homosexuality was to this young man because he didn't understand it. He Are didn't. you saying Aaron's homosexual? Why you no. got to bust him out in, in front of all the people? Aaron loves titties way too that much. That is a true statement. If Nisi Nash showed up right now, Frank would be S-O-L. Yep. He likes big thighs, big behinds, big breasts, brown skin. That's that's his M.O. Isn't isn't that like every other guy in the world? I don't know. I don't know that every other guy likes big behinds and big thighs and brown skin. They better learn to like it because that's what everybody walking around with. It ain't the 80s. <laughs> right? right? In the 80s, it was big, big, big in the front, nothing going on in the back. Now it's, it, it's, it's, you know what? I, I figured it out. It just hit me. It just hit me. What? White women have turned into mullet bodied. Business in the front, party in the back. Yes. <laughs> That's the mullet. I have figured it out. They have. That's how. Because when I was in, when I was in school, junior high school, high school, that's when you kind of really, kind of really noticing the women. That's what was going on with the white girls. The white girls was always. They could have any size chest, but you know, in junior high school, basically, there's not a whole lot of chest going on there, and then for most girls, there just isn't. Shit. And then. For I mean, it's not really a focus. I mean, they might, but if they have a little jiggle, I mean, it's like uh, junior high school boys. Oh my are like, god, sixth grade, I was a C know. cup. But you know, the the ass was always like a board. I mean, it's flat as flat could be. Yeah. And then by high school, maybe they fill in a little bit, but they didn't fill in much. Remember? Do you remember them Jordash? You remember all that shit? That shit was terrible to look at. You know, they had to make the pockets interesting because the ass wasn't. <laughs> Right? <laughs> yeah. Okay. So then you get to the 90s and shit began to change. Yeah. And by 2000, oh shit. Yeah. White girls was, I mean, uh, he had, first there was the, people started paying more attention to the, the Latin girls, the Latinas out there. Which and they, they had all death. kinds of like combo bodies. You never knew what, yeah, what you're you going to get. Yeah, you never know there. what you're going to get. And then, but, you know, J-Lo started showing them, like, look, you do a little bit of dancing and that little ass is like, poke out a little bit. Yep. And next thing you know, white girls just pop out of nowhere with assula, just <laughs> full on asses. And that shit today, I mean, the what, the, the best asses are on white girls today. No. No, no, no. I'm saying, like, 
if you look at stars, just stars. Tell me a white woman with a, an ass and there's a star that makes you go, damn. Oh, no, it's a bunch of them. They all, they all have the shape now. The shape is the okay, thing. But I it's can't, not about having big butts. That's not the thing. I, I can't it's this, think of just there's one. There's a shape. There's, a, there's hundreds. That's the thing. Today, it's not. It's totally different. White girls don't have bodies the same that they had just 30 years ago. No, The bodies don't. are not the same. And nope. now, keep in mind, that also means everybody else don't have the same bodies either. Right. Because I remember like just being at Tuskegee and, and you're talking like in the mid 90s and you'd see a girl, black girl, and you'd swear she should be on the yard going to class with you. And she was in fucking junior high school. Right. So right, right. bodies yep. changed yep. over that time to the point where uh, more mature looking right. bodies were everywhere there was not a it was a weird thing so that um, you know i remember reading a study when i was in school for my child development reading stuff no study i studied myself Shit. that said sitting that, on the yard is study God. on the ave that um that study the average age of an african-american girl to start her cycle was between the ages of seven and nine okay but i ain't talking about cycles no which, well, when Bi-cycles, they start getting their cycles, cycle, I ain't talking about no cycles. They get that, then they start developing more, which is why you have. So you're saying they're becoming mature earlier. Yes. Which is why you have 12 year olds looking like they're 15, 16 years no, old. No, no. See, you, you, you lowballing that shit. I was at, at Skiggy in the 90s. I was seeing girls that looked like they were in their 20s and they were in junior high school then when i got back up to grand raggedy in 2000s you could be walking around a junior high school and swear that those girls should have been in high school yeah 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 now that that was not right that's something going on there and i blame mcdonald's damn it i remember being 13 and my dad's friend asked if he could ask my dad if he could ask me out and my dad said, are you crazy? She's 13. And he had no idea. He thought I was 19 or 20. Yeah. See? That's what I'm saying. But now you, I don't think you were in that world because you would have been right behind me. Yeah. I'm only two years younger. That's what I'm saying. So. You, you, would, you would have been part of the, but develop- you wouldn't have been part of the ass migration. No, the, but I the, had you know, the titty. I know. But see, a lot of girls that just had titties had titties. That was, that's not what I'm talking about. I didn't about. have ass until I got pregnant with I know, Aaron. but that's not, that's not, that's not what I'm talking <laughs> See. See, having large breastages, that was something different. Mm. Girls just, some girls had them, some girls didn't, some girls never developed them. That, that's never been a thing. It's never been a mark of, right. of maturity. It was just a mark of, of genetics right. more yep. than anything else. But this thing with the ass, yeah, mama had no ass. Yeah. Daddy had no ass. Yeah. All of a sudden, this chick got an ass. Where the fuck she get the ass from? From the she ain't buy it. She ain't. She ain't. She ain't get no implants. It's all the you know. It ain't. It ain't old girl from uh from. I'm gonna get you sucker. You know, pulling out the plastic. <laughs> this is not what I'm talking about. I'm talking about straight up, oh natural, astula. <laughs> it's from the food. So you say it's from the the tainted beef. Yeah, See? the the McDonald's man. It's the tainted everything. It's not just beef. Well, I'm just saying it's the drugs. It's It's the the hormones. It's the hormones. It's the stuff they pump into the animals. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that's exactly Mm -hmm. what it is. Go vegan, people. Get your ass ass flat. 
You're really saying that. <laughs> Hell yeah, I'm saying that. You want your you want your kids' ass back. You want you want to make you want to make ass great again. Then you better get that. You better take Look, care of that. Melanie's gonna come after you. Like man, what you talking about? Oh, I ain't worried about that. I ain't worried about my baby at all. Some people ass man. Some people titty man. I ain't never been an ass man. I would say that I'm one of those that wants a nice figure. I, I like the 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 look of the booty in pants, like if it looks good. But that was the thing. See, back in the day, you'd see the the, and, and I'll just keep it two sides: black girl, white girl. Mm-hmm. Typical black girl filled in the jeans. Yes. Now this is I'm not talking about apple bottom and all that no, bullshit. No, no, I'm talking just about just, filled in her just pants. you got yep. some fucked up Jordache and you filled in the jeans. Yeah. Okay. Remember them short shorts? Yeah. For track and, yeah. and basketball. They filled that in. Yeah. It wasn't it wasn't over. It was just filled in. Right. Then you have the the white girl. She was sagging in the back. Yeah. Looked like she had just took a dump in that motherfucker. <laughs> right? Yeah. I, I mean, this is just, they can make them tighter, but it didn't matter because it was still flat. I yeah. mean, you put her yeah. against the wall and her ass is touching the wall along with her back. Yep. Black girl, put her against the wall, ass touching the wall, and part of her back ain't going nowhere near that wall. <laughs> right. Okay. Yeah. That's all I'm saying. That's yep. all I'm saying. It's just a weird, it's a weird thing. Now, 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 little Asian girls getting ass. And see, we talked about that the other day. I told you, it's happening. It's right down there, right down there, right down there, right now. Well, it's right there. It's you just like said you it's just, McDonald's. You just you walking around. It's like now. Wait a minute, now. Black girl had to ask. Latin girl, she's had to ask too. She was just undercover because she wasn't promoted right much. Now, now she's just out there. She got mm-hmm. to ask. Okay. But the the white girl had no ass. The Asian girl had no ass and no titties. I mean, she had nothing. She, she was, had no thighs. She, was nothing, she had nothing. no Just, nothing. She was she was twelve year old boy all the time. Yeah. From from the time she was uh, uh, a preteen, preteen, mid twenties, having baby, the, the body never changed. Right. I mean, we see women every single day here in China that are literally the same. They look the same as your students in school. Yeah. And they're stick thin. Right. Just, now, you wonder how they walk. But, speaking about the butt, they are starting to be overweight. Yes. They are starting to fill out earlier, just like the women in America did. It's because... This is all the, anecdotal, but they, they are. Yeah. It's there. Yeah, it's because of the imported crap. Well, it's about to get worse. I because know. Because now they're going to import, what did I tell you? They're going to import how much? What? Two Beef and pork through Taobao. Two, be, two mm-hmm. billion in JD. Mm-hmm. Yeah, see, see, see. Two billion by 2020. Yeah. So that meat that basically we have tried to get away from in the United States yep. is coming to China. And I told, I've told all my students, don't eat it. Yep. Do not and eat it. And they'll be all over it. Of course they will because they'll think they'll see the label. The label will say made in America or it comes from America. Right, USDA. That's all they need to see and they're going to they're going to eat it. By the time that these kids have kids, 
Yep. Man. They're so going to have all kinds of health 20, problems. 30 years, they're going to have health problems that they this this country has never really dealt with before. Yep. And they're not going to understand it. And the West, I'm sure in the next 20, 30 years, is probably going to cut down consumption of those very same things because they won't need to sell it in those markets and well, they can sell it in this one. It's already happening. It's all People are already going plant-based diet. Right. Well, I mean, but my point is, see, they're still selling a lot of meat in yeah. the Western markets. So what's going to happen is those Western markets are going to do less yeah. because the, the market will be opened up enough in China to sell that same stuff. Like sales of meat probably won't change. Right. Where it's being sold will change. Yeah. And man, these kids, I mean, you, you see it, you got... I mean, one child policy meant one little child, and that child is now a little fat fucker. Right, now you're going to have two or three or right. four little fat fuckers. Well, I'm just saying that you're just going to have these overweight kids. They're sending the kids to camps and stuff like that to try to get them to lose weight because oh. all of they, they, they're already eating what, what we call junk food, which is candy. Convenient and, noodles. And all of noodles. the junk stuff yeah. of china they're eating that at school yeah because they're at school six days out of the week yep and they want stuff between meals so they're already eating this junk well because their meals are crap as well well that's but they're still eating it yeah you know so then they go on the weekend and they want the special thing what's the special thing more junk yeah pizza fast food kfc mcdonald's and then, then you're gonna throw on top of that Meat from America? Oh hell no! Yep. Hell no! You you they they finna they feel finna feel the pain that yep. um, that the West has felt for years now. The arthritis. The because this is not a culture of eating failure. a lot of meat. This is a culture of eating meat with every meal, but it's not a culture of eating a lot of meat right. at any one time. Yep. And you've seen them trying to eat a steak. Oh God, it's appalling. See them take that fork and jam it in there and pick they, that whole steak up yeah, and bite around it. Yeah, they pick it up and oh, bite yeah. it like You've a lollipop. And, and imagine, imagine when that becomes the norm here. Not Ugh. the special meal, the norm where they're eating that much meat in one meal and the amount of vegetables turns into like just a corner of the little plate. Right, instead of yeah. all your meals, yeah, vegetables. Yeah, yeah, uh-huh. And when they, when they start moving away from rice, Right. Boy, boy, I'm be glad when I'm not here to see that shit. But that means that the the, the Asian girl going to be fighting with the ass against all the others. Well, we saw that Asian girl in Hong Kong that I was like, damn, did you see her behind? Well, just think of it this way. Look at Thailand. Yeah. See, Thailand, they've got the shape. They've yeah. got the hourglass shape. They've got the ass. they got the chest and lots of plastic surgery. Lots but of plastic think surgery of, I mean, Thailand. just... just Keep that in mind that that body style but is they something have, that they're trying to achieve as well. But they also have a, an obesity problem, problem exactly. in Thailand. But they also have a, a more diverse population True. with more inputs from people from all over the world, True. whereas China doesn't have that yet. Yeah. So they're still dealing with their own frame, their own DNA, their right. own genetics, and then getting injected with Whatever's in that stuff, yeah, uh, that's not hasn't done the West good, right? You know, yep. 
and then you know layer layer slather on top of all that GMO man well I think Thailand is one of those countries that doesn't allow GMOs right I have no idea I'm pretty sure but you know what like I was saying before it ain't gonna matter. Yeah, it doesn't matter it. if you allow it or not because eventually those seeds are gonna go around the world. Yeah. I mean, the the GMO seed is a plague unto itself. Yes. Yeah. And yes, it, it might be creating something that you can eat, but when the when the natural things that are not GMO are are snuffed out because of the proximity. To other GMOs, because you, you can't stop the wind. Right, and pollination. Yeah, you and... can't stop any of that. So you're going to get some of it. Mexico found that out. Yep, they killed They're Killing all, the all these varieties and all these heirloom varieties of things. I mean, come on now. It's going to go around the world. It just may take longer, but it's going to get there. Yeah, Mexico has like 30 different types of corn, and now they're all being contaminated with Monsanto's crap. I think you meant had. Yeah. So... Yeah, I, that's that's just that's just that next that next frontier of food. Mm-hmm. The problem that I have is, what is the vegan gonna eat when everything is literally contaminated? There won't be anything for the vegan to eat because everybody will be trying to make uh, well, some kind of resistant style of vegetable, and that just to grow more. And, you keep using the word vegan, and what? I've found out it's more plant-based, not necessarily vegan. Because I asked these vegan, a vegan group who eats nothing but processed crap. Why is it that they eat all the processed crap when I thought vegans were supposed to be like eating natural foods and, you know, trying to do less... Don't I eat natural foods? Trying to do less damage to the environment and, you know... Not eating animals and animal rights stuff. And they told yeah. me that it's just basically there. This whole group, they they said it was basically just not to eat animals. It has nothing to do with the environment. It has nothing to do with health. It has nothing to do with. Okay. So. So you're plant based. No, I'm pretty much vegan. I just haven't been able to express the other things because I don't buy none else. I mean. When you think about it, what do I do that's not vegan? Nothing. So? Except for, you don't, what I'm saying is they didn't give two shits about the environment. But I do. But you do. Okay, so I don't understand your point. They made the point to they. me. They. I'm talking about me. It was not I a am, vegan. I am vegan. It was plant-based. No, I am not plant-based. I am vegan. The thing is, I just don't have any, uh, I'm not expressing all the other sides of veganism. So in other words, if I buy clothes, I'm not looking to buy anything in leather anymore. True. Okay. I don't have that problem. No, but what <laughs> my point is, I'm not, when I buy things now, I am looking at labels and just like I do with food. Yeah. I'm looking at the labels and saying, does it have these things in it? If it has these things in it, I'm not getting it. Well, and I do that now, too, because soap sometimes has, like, goat's milk or mm-hmm. whatever in it. And I can't buy that for you. Even though it would be good for your skin or whatever, I won't buy it because it's an animal product. And 
Exactly. I am. I am moving. I am slowly but surely moving to maybe plant-based eating is where I'm at right now. But as far as everything else in my life, I've moved away from. I am moving away from anything that is animal-based. Well, I can't. I mean, the things that I have already. I'm not, I can't throw away because I still need to use them. Right. But once those things are either worn out or I need to buy new, then I'll make a different choice. Right. That I've goes even for moved shoes to or, you know, like all the other stuff. Vegan lipsticks and vegan makeup. Now, I don't know what that means for Old Man Swag 2018 because there's mm-hmm. a, lot of, a lot of animal stuff at Old Man Swag 2018. So I got to find out how to get around that. I'm sure that you can find vegan versions. You know what the problem is? Is belts and shoes. Yeah. See, I can I can get away with with say a watch. Yeah, because you have your pocket I can watch. have all kinds of watch bands. Yeah. But it's 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 the shoes and the belt and the belt, shoes and belt. That's 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 the hard part for a vegan right now if you're going to dress a certain way. Yeah. Because it's that I don't that know how fabric you do it. belt and a suit pant is not that's the, not going to work. It's not the thing. And what's not going to work is a pleather type thing. No, because see, they don't then last. It looks, well, it also looks terrible. Yep. You know, I watch, I see some of these men walking around every morning with the the plastic shoes, and I just look at them like that shit looks terrible, and they yep. they they style, they walk around like it look good, and it yep. don't look good. So I don't know how I I need some help with that. I need some help with with belts and shoes for a vegan, but with suits and things. See, I mean, with suits you can get away with. Don't use any wool and only go for cotton. Okay, fine. You can you can do that. You can do that. You can use uh, man-made fibers. You can do that. The problem is when it gets cold, staying away from wool becomes difficult. Well, and here's the thing: like I, because I sold suits, I know the difference in like the silk and the wool and the mm-hmm. polyester and the. I do too. And the feel of them and the the durability of them is so drastically different. They are different. And the care and the wear, it's just, you don't want to go for polyester. Well, everything is a polyester blend, though. For the most part, almost everything you wear has a polyester blend Yeah, in but it. if you have n- all synthetic fibers versus natural fibers. But you don't have to do all synthetic. That's what I'm saying. Well, you can't wear a cotton suit, linen, poplin suits, those just... They one they aren't heavy, so and two they wrinkle like hell. Okay. And so you're saying I gotta iron my shit. Yeah, he, yeah, that's but not that's not even the thing. It's like iron shit twice a day. Oh no, no. Because it's do that, but I mean, you know. but they also aren't for environments that aren't tropical. Yeah. I mean, you couldn't wear a linen pant right now. Maybe today you could have, but Monday you couldn't have. Yeah. Okay. But, you know, you wear stuff according to the, the zone you're in. Right. Okay, but that's not a big deal. My point is, because really, you could wear really light things in a place like this, because then they wear leggings under underneath things. Yeah. So you could potentially, because I've had to do that before, yeah. where I wore light pants right. in a winter where I was wearing thick leggings under those pants so i mean that's not really an issue as far as being here but i mean i get what you're saying i just i'm just saying that they that there's a way 
they actually have vegan suits at vegan dot vegan dot com. Really? I'm going to take a peek. Okay, let's let's not take a peek right now while we're talking to the people. Take a peek later, you know, around three o'clock. Anyway, like I said, when you uh, sitting here at three o'clock in the morning trolling Trump. Trump is disgusting. Trying to, trying to figure out what you're gonna to say to him next. I, I swear the American people need 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 to speak with six trillion voices. Yeah. Get the babies involved and talk. More Wait, than once. he doesn't want them to be born on time. Oh, okay. We're not gonna deal with the nonsense. <laughs> I don't. I don't deal with any nonsense. And and that somebody who 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 doesn't understand the difference between birth and abortion, there's no even worth. It's not even worth talking about. Oh, he's such a fucking tool. I'm telling you that the the stuff that's going on in the states right now, it's it it, it it's not looking. And you know what's funny is because I'm preparing these kids to go to the states, and they're seeing the news coming out of China. So the whatever China is saying is probably just a little bit worse in Chinese than what I'm saying about yeah. what's happening in yeah, the states. Yeah. And it's it's very interesting because they're they're I, I would say. They might be getting concerned, and they might they be? probably should be concerned because yeah. of the stuff that's going on in the states right now. Because man, I could you imagine? I mean, I understand that Chinese people don't know anything about politics because they're not allowed to do anything in their politics, right? But damn, damn, because yeah. <laughs> right now. This is this is just off the hazy, for real. I don't know. I I I don't know. I just I'm I'm every day every day it's like some new thing. Did I tell you my new thing? No. I have a new thing. My new thing is to be utterly offensive to women and just look at them and say, "I dare you to say me too." That's my new thing. What? It's the, it's the, remember I told you, I said that there was going to be, there's going to be all this stuff with women accusing all these people. Yeah. Then that men were going to fight back. Yeah. I was wrong. Women fought back. Yeah. Oh yeah. And so since women have now fought back, especially these French ladies who now want to take their shit back. You noticed that, right? You saw that, right? Mm. They want to, they want to take it back now. Take back the letter. Oh, I didn't really. Oh, oh, the translation was wrong. Oh, oh, yeah. Okay, whatever. So now they are now saying to the women, men should be able. I mean, how, how do you talk to somebody? How do you show your interest in someone without possibly offending them if they don't want to be well, talked to by you? You can't do it. I, I actually agree with most of what they said but i also want to go into this this actor this indian actor what's his name asani azizi or something whatever it is move along he was being he's accused of sexual misconduct harassment oh whatever if i tell a lewd joke at the water cooler is that sexual misconduct i don't know aaron I, I don't think so. But this man... But if I offend somebody, they can say that I offended them. Listen. And I can lose my job over that. Right. This man had a bad date. He didn't even know he had a bad date until she accused him in her Me Too statements. 
It was a date. And she, she but, me too. You know, I, I know, he made me saying? feel I mean, uncomfortable. You're, you're, exactly. But you know what? I could say that probably on a daily basis, I make everybody around me uncomfortable at some point. May not be sexual, but I make somebody make feel uncomfortable. You don't make me. You you go and you create an argument that sounds stupid, and I say that sounds stupid. I just made you feel uncomfortable. <laughs> Right? No, not me. no, I'm just well, saying, them. just people in yeah, general. Them, I, yeah. I mean, okay, so what I'm having a problem with here is, and it's been my problem from the beginning, because basically that means that every single person who has ever said something that someone else did not like at the time, but that person never said anything at the time, right? now they can be accused of doing something that they never intended. Right. That's not right. No, I That's agree. That's a dangerous world. That means that every single person, I don't care who they are, some woman, and I, I have, I've, I told you, I, I speak woman talk. I have seen women talking to other women, girl, this dude, and this weekend, and they go into woman talk. Yep. And next thing you know, I'm, I happen to walk up and catch part of that conversation. I might feel a little bit uncomfortable. Right. Like, like I didn't really want to know that about you. <laughs> right? right? I, I, I didn't really I didn't really want I didn't really want that information. I didn't want that image I in my head. I definitely didn't want that in my mental Rolodex because <laughs> whatever you was doing on that poll, I didn't need to know. Okay. Now you go and you go with that. Now does that mean I need to start accusing everybody that I've ever met that that worked in some corporate environment that I just happened to be walking by and heard something. Now, I'm not talking about taking it out of context. I'm talking about I heard it. Right. You know, just like they could hear me talking to another guy about anything. Right. Okay. And, and that's that. I, I, and I, we, this started before there was a, 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 a large, Things surrounding it. Yeah. You know, like the, the media latched on. And right, all, right, okay. right. This all started, I remember, in corporate America with all of the, uh, I don't want to call it sensitivity training because I think the military the, got that, but it was the all the sexual, sexual harassment, harassment stuff, classes yeah. and all of It started back then and where people were able to say in a safe place inside of the work environment, yes, I have felt uncomfortable. Yeah. But that's usually as far as it went. Nobody lost their job. Right. But everybody was learning that they can't do this anymore. Like yeah. this is, the standard has changed. Yep. When you're at work or at a work function. Yeah. Because that could be the work Christmas party too. Yep. If you're at any of these things, then you have to behave a certain way. And we the, cult, the cultural norms have shifted. Yeah. Now we knew that back in the 90s and 2000s. Right. But why, it's now taken... 20 years? Yeah, almost 20 years to get to the point where it's like, it's still going on. Yeah. You know what I mean? And and I never thought that I was able to, like, if somebody said something to me and I, you know, just reflexively said something back, I was in the position to apologize to them. Like, I'm right. so sorry. Uh, that's just the first thing that popped in my head, and I just said it by accident. Right. Please don't take it the wrong way. You're, 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 it was immediate. Right. It was like, I, I, I know that I said the wrong thing. Please don't, you know. 
I don't want to lose my job over something like this. Right. And usually the person would understand, like, yeah, I got it. You know, I get you. Yeah, right. I, you know. Yep. I understand. And you move on. But that's not what's happening today. No. Because now you've got people who didn't grow up through that process and yep. understand that it's still a process. Yeah. And now they're just saying, oh, well, I just don't like it. It's the same, the same phenomenon that makes... Like college age kids think that they should not have dissenting views come on their campus right. and talk, yep. literally just talk. The same people that are offended by that are the same people that are going to be offended in this, in this current climate, yeah. in these corporate environments. And yes, have women been, been victimized? Of course they have. Yeah. You know, have men been victimizers? Yes. Yes, but women have been victimizers as well. Well, they might have, but I'm just saying, remember, this Me Too thing really does not include men. It doesn't. It, it doesn't. It doesn't at all. Hmm. Men, you know, it's it's like women's lib movement and black women. I'm sorry. They don't, they're just not part of the process. Right. You know, while they may have been fighting for the same ideas, it's like two different tracks. Yeah. You know, you can't have, Terry Crews can't come out and say somebody did something to me. And made me feel uncomfortable and did this thing, like the exact same thing reversed and think that you're going to get the same feedback and the same, um, the same things from the society, the same, yeah, yeah, the same support, all of that. People just ain't going to do it. Because they're going to look at a guy and be like, you're a guy and you're not just, you're not not just a guy, you're like. A big guy. And you're, you're like an NFL big guy. football you're, player, right? Guy. You're 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 a big strong guy. Yeah, but you're, I this sh- can't this can't be you. You're not a weak little woman. You're a big strong guy. But it doesn't guy. matter that he's a big strong guy. He still has. He still worries about his job and not being no, able no, to no, pay his bills. That's not the and- point, though. The point is the people around this. Yeah. See him differently. Forget big black man thing. But I'm the women saying, don't see him differently. The men see him differently. The I'm women sorry. don't see him differently. Everybody sees him differently. I, I'm sorry, but they, they don't. Do. They do. They when do. I read his story, because, because I understood. Honestly, honestly, if Michael Jackson came out and said, me too, somebody did this thing to me, or, okay, let's take Michael Jackson off the table. El DeBarge comes out and says, oh, they did this to me at some music label. You know, mm. little skinny... Light-skinned dude. Poor little light-skinned dude. And then, you know, okay. You were a victim back when you were younger. You know, right, back you were a child. You were younger at performing. Okay. People might be like, yeah, that, that, that's messed up. And they might be on his side. But a guy that is physically imposing has been in, in a position in most of the things that he does to be the the big guy the the right. the 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 specimen so to speak mm-hmm. you know what i mean to be on par with all of the other big guys Dolph Lundgren you know you remember Terry Crews is one of the expendables i know okay so he's like one of those guys yeah. he's like the the uber guy <laughs> you know yeah. the you know he's like the hero guy yeah and to be like, you know, I'm sorry, but most guys are going to look at that guy and they're not going to buy it. They're not going along with him. And I would say that 
at least a third of the women in the world ain't gonna buy it either. They're gonna be like, man, please. If you if that's how you really felt, you should have knocked his ass out. Said, fuck this career. Right? If if it would have happened in the NFL locker room, it would have been different, wouldn't it? Oh yeah. Yeah. See, that's what I'm saying. It's it, that's that's but it's the a different difference. industry. It doesn't matter. It's the the point is you were had the ability to defend yourself from an attack. And that's the way we view it. That's the way we talk about it. Women are being attacked by men. Right? Mm-hmm. Okay, so if it's a physical attack, an emotional attack, um, a verbal attack, mm-hmm. we always are viewing the woman as being helpless in that situation. Helpless because she's worried about her career. Helpless because she's smaller, right? She can't speak out. She's silenced effectively, you know. And then now she's a victim. But why is that different for him? Because it's a man. So what? No, no. Men and women are not judged on the same. Okay, that's fine. The same. Did you read what he said? Why he didn't say anything at the time? Why? Because I mean, he, it's a, it doesn't matter. I'm talking about the public's. Matter. I'm talking about the public's perception of the event. It's not going to be treated the same. It doesn't matter what you say. I think that's disgusting. Oh, that's life, especially in America. I think it's wrong. He was a victim. Okay, I didn't say that there couldn't be men that were victims. That's not what and, I'm saying. And I completely understand why he didn't whoop that man's ass. Okay, you can understand it, but I'm sorry. He is not going to get the same. He's not going to get the same deference that a woman is going to get. It's just not going to happen in our culture. Our culture is not geared that way. Um, It's like... um, here we fight for equality in all things, and we can't even you know, give men we, that. We, because we're not really fighting for equality in all things. That's just not. That's what just are we really fighting not, for? Who? Women? You think it's just women that fight for equality? No, I'm just saying. You said we are fighting for equality in all things. The the we there is probably women because black folks ain't never had equality. So Neither that's have women. I know, but that's what I'm saying. So we're not black folks. I don't think are fighting for equality anymore. We're fighting for survival. We're not fighting for equality. Women, I think, across the board, all women, are fighting for equality in the workplace with men, pay equity and those things, which they're due. I don't, I, 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 it's a stupid thing. If I owned a company and I had two people that did the same job, I would pay them the same thing unless there's a reason to separate them. Right. I don't care what they're... I, I, What's between their legs? I don't care. But that's just me. But I grew up a different way. And I grew up in, you know, 70s, 80s, 90s, 2000s. I didn't grow up with this mentality that men should have be the breadwinner and they should make all the money. But you also have experienced being paid less because of the color of your skin. No, no, no. But that's that's not why I feel that way. I feel that way because I feel that way that you're doing the same job. Like in other words, I'm paying. I'm paying for you to. If I'm gonna be the boss, right? If I'm gonna make that decision, I'm paying for you to do a job. Yeah. I'm not paying for you to be you. 
I agree so with I'm not you. looking at so I, I can't look at you as different I'm looking at you for the job that you're going to do right if you're going to do a job yep and you're coming in brand new and then you're the you know a is doing one thing and B is over here doing the exact same job and they've been there for a year B should get paid more I don't care who a and B are this person has more experience has been there longer has shown some loyalty this other person is brand new they should get less money yeah now the problem I think that we have today is that they're not using that calculation. They're they're going in and they're taking they're going in and they're grabbing a, a person and saying you're worth more to me right. than this other person. Yeah. And if that person is male or that person is female or whatever, now it says something about the company. Yeah. You see, and then when it gets found out, then the company is like, they can't say, well, Mark Wahlberg meant more to us. Like, we thought that he was going to make more money. In the future, he was more, it was better to invest there than it was to invest here. This person is going to bring in more money in the long run than this person is. They can't do all of that. We're going to pay this man $1.5 million. We're going to pay this chick $80 an hour. So she's going to get less than a thousand bucks because this man is worth more. To They're us making than a this different woman. calculation. Mm-hmm. In other words, they may not even be looking at man versus woman. They're looking at down the road. How are we going to make our money? Will we make more money with this person or that person? Okay. I mean, but honestly, to me, that that's where the. It, culture doesn't have to change at that point. That's companies being honest. We knew that it, with you, you were more risky. With him, we it wasn't as risky to us. We made a different calculation. All right. We might but be to wrong. But do that big of a difference. I, I, it doesn't I mean, matter. Disgusting. You can't. Disgusting. Listen, it, that's the calculation that they made. It's evident because they, they paid the money, right? Right, yeah. Okay. All I'm saying is for the culture, I don't think we're in such a big shift. I think there is right now people are able to bear their soul, so to speak, mm-hmm. about what happened to them in the past. Yeah. It's kind of like what happened to the Catholic Church. Yeah. You know, where people said, oh, now we can say what happened to us. And now then you get a flood for a second. But then there's the backlash. Yeah. And now I think we're at the beginning of that backlash where men, where women, where companies. I told you at some point these companies are going to stop hiring these women. And all of a sudden you're going to have a lot of really highly qualified women that can't get jobs in some of these companies. And the companies are going to keep what they have. But they're just not going to hire new. Right. Because the people that they have are familiar with their corporate culture. And the people that they don't have, they don't know what they're going to be coming in with. What kind of baggage they're going to come in with. And they're not going to want to take that chance. Yeah. You know, because there might be that lewd guy on fourth floor that they want to stay away from. And, and, you know, they don't want to get rid of that guy. So maybe they don't hire anybody for that department. I mean, it's just, you know, it's, that's, that's the reality. And I, I, I can see 
in the future that they're going to have an issue with hiring. They're not going to want to bring in the new people. And those new people are going to be women. Which is sad. Well, it's the it, you have to remember, there's always going to be a reaction. It's the reaction to the reaction. And as long as as long as a certain group of a certain mindset is in control of these companies, it's not that hard for them to say, okay, we'll just let's be clear. Let's as long as there are all men in charge of these companies, the majority Mm -hmm. of men in Mm -hmm. charge of the companies, Mm -hmm. it makes a huge difference. Nope, because men did not elect Donald Trump. Pussy grabbing ass. Okay? Men did not do it. So, keep that in mind. It's not going to be just men. Women are going to push this agenda as well. Especially, I mean, I'm sorry, but I've been in lots of HR. Yeah, me too. I did not see many men there. Okay? But HR is usually just pushing the policies that have been handed to them by the men. Well, maybe, but they're still pushing them. Yeah? Because what are they going to do? Wait a minute. If I'm in HR, I could not, I can call in whoever I want to call in. I could call in 10 women and one guy. I can make that manager look really bad. I could bring in 10 highly qualified women, one semi-qualified man. And let that manager make a different, make it, make a decision. If that manager decides on that guy as HR, I can sit back and be like, see, this is what we're doing. This is what's happening out there because they have reports. Yep. They're tracking what they're doing. Okay. I gave you 11. I gave you say nine, 10 qualified women, highly qualified women. You had one semi-qualified man to choose, and you chose that lower man, and gave him more money than what we were offering for the position. Really, motherfucker? Yep. Remember, human resources is over all of the humans in, in the company. You can always go back to that guy and say, why did you make that decision? Because we knew, clearly knew, we gave you a less qualified man. So that you can't, you can't use that. They're not just, they're not just pushing policies. They're like, it's paper. They are, they are putting those policies into practice and they can choose not to. They gave, they gave you 11 qualified people. You made the decision. Mm. You know, I'm sorry, but you know, when you're talking about hiring, when you're talking about uh, retention, when you're talking about all of these things, as far as who you bring in and who you want to keep and looking at their performance, those rules, those norms that are out there that sometimes, sometimes People are doing what they're doing for the wrong reasons. Yeah. You know, and, you know, 
They, I, the way I look at it is they kind of have to. They have to change. That's where the change has. To, I mean, it's just like the terrible Who thing has that you change the the the. the the women in charge because they're the ones that are going to push these policies. Yeah. I don't care what they're in charge of. It doesn't really matter. It's just the women that are in charge. And that doesn't mean that all the departments turn female either because you can't let the pendulum swing all the way to the other side. Right. Because then, then you still don't have equity. Right. And, and I actually use that very analogy this week is that we went from one to the other, it was such a dra- dramatic and drastic swing that now we have to somehow come back and find a new middle ground. I don't know if it's a new middle. They need to find the middle. Because they, they haven't the had middle. the middle yet. Right. Yep. I mean, and that's that's just like when you look at, say, companies, say when you're talking about ethnicity inside of a company, inside of a particular city. You know, I'm sorry, but inside of the states... You've got cities where the where the companies do not match the ethnic makeup of those cities. Right. Well, that's a problem. Yeah. You know, and if you you could you could fix that problem easily because honestly, and and I don't know I don't understand why why people think this, but college does not prepare you to go to work. No, not at all. And because of that, you have to everybody that comes to work essentially has to be trained to do whatever the job is yep. that they're going to do. That means I can take any that means I can take anybody and teach them the job, whatever yeah. that job happens to be, right? Yep. I want you to have the capacity to learn, the ability to learn. Right. So maybe that's what university or college shows me. But that doesn't mean that they're the only people that can learn because there are people you know, the, the whole, you know, uh, bringing someone in at some entry-level position and having them move up through the company, that person apparently has the ability to learn they're still there. Right. Why are you not promoting from within? Right. You know, there's that, there's that side of it as mm-hmm. well. Yep. And to me, if... If you, if there, there was this idea, I remember hearing about it, never experienced it, but I remember hearing about it, of you went to elementary, junior high school and high school, right? And then you graduated high school, right? Right. And then you could get a job. That job wasn't a great job, but it was a job. That job allowed you to move out of your parents' house. That job allowed you to maybe have a car or at least be able to take public transportation. That job allowed you to essentially kind of live on your own. Not extravagantly. Right. But within a couple of years, you know, a few years, maybe up to five years of being on that job, you could have moved up in some way, shape or form. Right. You were going to make more money. And you might be on your way to looking at marriage. Right. You know what I mean? You And your one job was going to allow you 
the opportunity to raise a family. Yes. See, all that's gone now. Well, and right, you can't. All that's gone. I, I didn't. Person... I didn't even have that when you when I went to high school. It wasn't. I could go to high school and get a job after high school. It was, which way do you want to go? Do you want to do a job corps training type program after high school, or do you want to go to university? Right. The only person I know our age that has gotten a job straight out of high school and is making $80,000, a year is my not sister. Me. And she has never had not one single solitary college class, no external training, nothing. But she also works nonstop, seven days a week, goes into the office at six o'clock in the morning and leaves at six o'clock in the evening. She's the only person I've ever known. So you're saying that a person that works... Long hours is entitled to... No, I'm not saying that at all. Okay, what are you saying? I'm saying she's the only person I've ever known. I mean, there's, lots of, there's lots of people out there that make a lot of money, you know, without having a college education. My, my thing is this idea that we have that universities and colleges prepare students... They don't. ...for the workforce is not true. High school essentially prepare, should prepare you to be able to go to work. Right. Okay. But once high school's over, all, everything else is just like extra time. Yeah. Learning without working. Now, yes, you pick up a lot of stuff. But, I, I mean, think of all the people that you've seen that, that graduated from universities, maybe even have a master's degree. They couldn't pick up a phone and take a customer service call. Oh, no. They couldn't, they couldn't do the basic things that we, we ask as an entry-level thing. They could not do those jobs. Right. And it's not because they got too much book learning. Right. That ain't their problem. No. The problem is they were never trained to do those jobs. Right. You know, like yep. my first job was McDonald's. Right. I started in essentially customer service. Yeah. You know, understanding the customer, understanding giving the customer what they asked for. That's like a big thing. People act like that's easy to do. I'm sorry, it but is not. it's not an easy thing to do. And when you extrapolate that across many, many years of work and think about, you know, you going into some company or you going and doing a thing and you not being satisfied with what that company did, that's because whoever you dealt with did not understand customer service. Right. They didn't yep. understand how to talk to you, how to get you to see what they were, what was going on, mm -hmm. how to be honest with you, and then give you what you needed so that you could feel that you got everything that you were supposed to get, even though you might not have gotten everything that you wanted. Right. Yep. See, that's, that's, that world of work, that goes across every single type of work out there. Absolutely. You know, and, yep. and from teaching all the way yep. through being a doctor, all the way over to being a freaking mechanic. Yeah. You have to be able to know that skill. Nobody teaches customer service skills. No, not unless you're on the job. No, I'm just saying nobody, you don't go to school to learn customer service. No. You learn it. By well, talking to people and doing the job. The people that get hospitality degrees, they, they should learn it though, right? I don't know. 
I don't know. I mean, but everybody can't get a hospitality degree before they get their degree. No. So I don't, I don't, I mean. In fact, I had never, I didn't even know that was a thing until I started meeting people from the UK. Oh, I did. I never heard of going to school for hotel management and hospitality services. and. Yeah, I did. But, I mean, my thing is, when we look at, when we look at the landscape, I don't think that we should be looking at people as unqualified who haven't gone to university. Because I'm sorry, but no, no university teaches me how to pick up a phone. No. And no university can ever teaches a class in how to talk to customers. Right. Okay. Yep. It's just not, not a thing. I can have all of this information. I can know all of these things, but the fact that when the phone rings, I pick it up and I say something and the way I say what I say is going to shape the conversation I'm about to have. Right. It's not, it's not something that's taught at the university level. No. You know, that's at the job level. Right. It's, our, you know, it's taught in our first job. You know, smile when you're on the phone. Right. Cause really? They can, smile they can when you're hear on the phone? it. Because they can hear it. Yeah. You know, it's just certain things that I think if we valued those things, because we've started to, we've lost a lot of those things. Yes. If we, as a culture, valued those things, then it's going to change how we view, like, the worth of someone when they come and they're sitting there in an interview. Mm-hmm. You're not going to look at them the same way. Right. If you have a, a different set of values. Yep. You know, for the work that needs to be done. Yeah. And you don't look at it like, I'm sorry, but I'm, I'm a guy, but I'm gay and I don't like women. So since I don't like women, then I can't hire you. Or I'm a woman and I don't want you to make more money than me, so then I can't hire you as a woman. Right. Or I'm a guy and I'm misogynistic, so I don't think women should even work, so you shouldn't be. So, okay, now everybody's against the woman, right? Yep. Yeah. No. That's, that, that's where the problem is. We have, to, we have to view the work differently, and then we have to then make changes when we're talking about and I, and I forget forget the levels of management and the levels of companies. On if you have someone, if your company is devoted to bringing people up from the bottom, that means you could hire a, a nice mix of people. Some are going to go away, some are going to stay. Right. But you could have a good mix of people coming in at the bottom, and you're working their way up, and you move them to where. Ever they, you know, when you get openings and, you know, you right. bring them in, you keep doing that over and over and over. Your workforce is going to want to work for you and they're going to be loyal. Yeah. And you're going to have some of the best people. Yep. Because they learn the business. I mean, I'm sorry, but the guy that's walking around giving mail to people, that could be the guy that is a salesman or right. the woman that is doing the exact same job at the same level, you know, who walks into some upper management position, you know, because they've had a certain level of preparation at university that allows them to go into that position and be ready to then learn how to do it. Yeah. Cause not everybody has that. Right. You know, if you told me, you know, Hey, 
you seem like a good manager. You should go over here in our finance department. I'd be like, fuck you. <laughs> you know? Yeah. I can manage. But I don't but I won't do even that. know what they're doing. <laughs> right. You know, I won't even be able to tell you if they're doing it right or wrong. <laughs> right. Because, you know, they're going to do it in about two minutes. <laughs> and I'm going to be spending the next half hour trying to figure out how they did the math yeah. on this shit. The worst right, this ain't job my ever. thing. The worst job I've ever had was medical billing. Right. This is this is ain't me. I just so, hate it. But I, so I mean, much. yes, I could manage the people, make sure they ass come to work and all that kind of stuff. But outside <laughs> right. of that, you know, the job that they're doing, yeah, I don't understand that. That ain't me. That's that's some old that truly <laughs> boring shit. Yeah. You know. Yep. So I mean, it's it's I I think I think. It would be great if all of the stuff with the Me Too, with the uh, possible, you know, the the problems of harassment, inappropriateness, and all. If all of those things get pushed into a realm that includes, we need to change the way we think about workers in the workforce. Yeah, and but all this Me that. Too movement is not only about employee employer and like it's not only about the workplace this is about how women are raped and assaulted and harassed and girls are molested and yeah but see i don't think anybody has a problem with those things being wrong it's just the workplace stuff yeah see it's Okay, and I think you, this, when you, this is when where you, the problem is. But I, I, it's, I agree. It's that co-opted. Like we, they went from this me to I was molested. I was, you know, raped. I was assaulted. Those women. And then all of a sudden, well, this guy made me feel uncomfortable at work. And this guy, you know, made me feel uncomfortable on a date. So now they're co-opting this thing that was never really meant for that. But it's a still the, it's a still a similar problem. It is a similar problem, but what? I'm um, I'm sorry, but I can't get behind this date bullshit. We've all had bad dates. Okay, I don't get the date thing. I mean, the whole idea of the date is supposed to be to see if you're interested in the other person. If you're not interested in them, walk away from the date. Yeah. I mean, you're not you're not being held captive. It's a date. And I think this chick is just trying to get 15 minutes of fame. And okay, in the meantime, not, she's I mean, smearing the, somebody's none of, name. None of these things are are about one thing. No. One but, person. I mean, this, who cares about one person and their date? What I'm saying is when dating, the idea of dating, the idea of asking someone out and saying, will you go out with me, is to determine if you want to go out with them again. Right. Okay, if you if the answer to that question is no, then you're finished. Then you move on. If, if that that per, if that if that guy was a pig or that chick ate with her mouth open. Okay, that's not something you are willing to deal with. You move on. You don't sit there and act like you were violated unless you were violated. You know, I'm not saying that women aren't violated on the first date. What I'm saying is if that's not the thing that happened and all you had was a bad date, okay. If you didn't like it, you could have left it any time. Right? Nothing held you there. You know, that's why that's usually why we have dates, I would say in the West, why you have dates in public places. Yeah. You don't go on a date alone. You go on a date in a place 
where essentially you can escape. Yep. Or at least, at the very least, you can make a freaking scene. Yes. And there are other people around. Yep. I mean, that's the, the idea of the first date. I, 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 I don't think I've ever been on a first date alone. You know what I mean? Uh, literally alone. You're always on a first date out in public. Even if it's at the movies, it's out in public. If she got mad at you and threw a freaking, um, threw a, a drink in your face. Did anybody ever do that to you? But you know what I'm saying? No, <laughs> but I'm just, my point is, you know, you're you're out in public. If a scene is made, you can't really keep that. You're not going to, you're going to fight with somebody that you just met? You went on a date or maybe somebody from work or, I mean, think about who you date. Yes, people that you already it's know. People that you know at least a little bit because you asked them on a date. Right. I mean, come on now. It's just like it's like we're we're not realizing what we're actually doing here. Right. We're we're setting up a world. It's just like the thing with these teeny boppers at university saying that they don't want other people coming in, offending them, or saying things. That are contrary to what they already believe. Right. We're saying the same thing. Like, they're offended. Who fucking cares if your ass is offended? Right. Be offended. Right. Now, do you have an argument? Do you have something to say? Do you have enough information to even argue with that person that's offending you? The chick. If you don't, stay in fucking school. The one that, the, I know which one you were talking about when she was like, this is supposed to be a safe place. This is no, 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 I wasn't even talking about her. I'm just talking about, because this has happened in multiple universities to multiple yeah. people. This is this idea that you're not supposed to be offended or you're supposed to be you're supposed to just be able to think and feel anything you want because you're at university is bullshit. Right. My university experience was uncomfortable. Mine it's too. supposed to be uncomfortable because you're supposed to be exposed to many different ideas, yep. many different trains of thought. You're supposed to be assaulted essentially by everything that you're reading and studying. Yeah. So that you can then discern what you're going to take from it. Yep. And then you you have a professor there to kick these around, ideas around with, and you have other classmates to kick these around, ideas around with, and then you hopefully get out of university with a certain philosophy about life, about job, about your subject matter, mm -hmm. and then you move on from there, hopefully continuing to learn. Right. This I'm idea sorry, that, that, that's all bullshit. This would be like, oh, I can't, nobody can say anything that I don't like. It's like shit. Then you're in the wrong fucking place. Right. If you wanted that, then you should have stayed in fucking, uh, stay in the library reading the books that you choose. Yes. Yep. You didn't need to spend the money to come to university. Right. Yep. You're right. Bullshit. I agree. Carlo, talk to me. <laughs> You cracked me up with your little Carlo Rossi. So, I, 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 like I said, I don't think rape, uh, sexual assault, pedophilia, I don't think anybody is defending any of that. And no one is saying that those things aren't wrong. I agree. Everybody is saying that those are the, those are the 
really wrong things. We all agree on that. The justice system is there. Come forward. The problem, though, like especially in my situation, I at 43 years old, I don't see the point in going back and saying, this man did this to me, this man did that to me, this man did this, this man did that. Because as soon as I start allowing that to creep into my daily life, then they start to have control over me again. And I got rid of all of that control long ago. I know, but what are you saying? You're so saying for, that you shouldn't, you shouldn't tell the world no, no, no. What I'm that saying, these things happened? No, I'm saying you happening. can acknowledge that the things happened. No, no, I'm saying, but should you tell the world that these things happened? And should you tell the world who these people were and what they did? I guess, sure, but I don't know who they were. Like, I know this, it, you know, this was my stepdad's aunt's son. I don't know his full name. I just know who he that's, was. That's not, I mean, it's not like a hard thing to find out. I know that he went to prison uh, for... It's still not a hard thing to find out. It might be because they're both dead. Uh, still not a hard thing to find out. My, my anyway. Point, no, my point is... You have the same kind of stories that you're talking about other people having. Yeah, I do. So that means that you could you could point the finger essentially at whoever the people are. Yeah. So why don't you? I don't know. I don't see the point in it. For me, for me, it's not going to... There's nothing that's going to happen through the legal system. It's all been too long. Has it? It has been all you, too long. I mean, you got people that are losing jobs, losing losing all kinds of things over things that happened many, many years ago. Um, I know two of them are, went to prison, so... I know, but that's... I don't know about the rest. I don't, I don't no, no, even what know... What I'm saying is... You being an example of so many other women that have had something in their past. If women across the board started saying and pointing the finger. Mm. Why shouldn't they or should they or shouldn't they? What? what I think it's it? up to them. It's their. No, that's not what I'm saying. I'm what I'm trying to get you to drill down to is should this be something that's happening right now? Yes. So then they should be saying it. They should be saying this happened to me and the and like um Corey Haim who's been screaming about been it for years. It. Right. He's been telling everyone then he was attacked by women. Yeah. Yeah yeah yeah. Okay. Wasn't it Barbara Walters? Yep. She he has been attacked by women. Yep. Okay. So, should it be said? Yes. Should it be brought out? Yes. Because the only way to so make what does it time stop have to do with it is my point. Well, the, I, I'm saying for my for me, it's been so long that it's not like I can go to the police and say this man did this, this man did this, this man did this, and this is when it was, and this is where I was, and this is how old I was. 
Because the police are going to be like, that's nice. There's nothing we can do about it. I know, but that that statement that you just made is the same statement that I heard back in the 80s about rape and what police would do and nobody but would that's why them. that's why you don't tell you we I know, didn't say anything saying back the then. exact same thing that has been said you're not you haven't grown past that point that nobody's going to do anything if if something were to happen to me now i would report it immediately okay but, but because the last time anything happened i was 25 i'm 43 I what's know, the point but- is there but is it that's what i'm asking isn't there a point i guess that's exactly what i'm saying i guess it brings solidarity and it brings it brings this dark evil beast out into the light to this shit goes on and it's continually going on and we have to teach little girls to say no and stop and go tell somebody but we also have to teach grown-ass fucking women to listen to the little girls and grown-ass men not to touch the little girls or also to listen to the little girls and also listen to the little girls not protect the men right because essentially it's men and women protecting these same men yeah oh absolutely like we we had a coworker who was she and her sister were molested by her stepfather and when they went to school they told their mother and the mother didn't do anything about it they went to school and told the school the father the stepfather was arrested and the mom told the girls to tell the school that they were lying and so they felt so pressured by the mother that they did and the stepfather was released he went back and continued it and then the one sister said, I'm telling again. And the other one who was so afraid said, please don't tell. I don't want to get in trouble again. And so it continued until they moved out of the house at 18. And the mother knew it was going I know, on. But so what you're actually saying is the mother was the problem. The mother was the problem. Part of the problem. He was the other part of the problem. Well, I mean, I'm not, I'm, a, I'm not negating the male involvement like they are the originator of the problem yeah yeah that's just goes without saying what i'm saying is the the idea of reporting and then taking action against someone right that well that was the the mother yeah okay and in my family when my mom told my grandmother that her husband was in the, was doing things my grandmother punished my mother and stayed married to my septic grandfather for another 20 years and when it happened to me when he tried things with me and I went to my mother immediately that was when all hell broke loose but I was told Never to tell my grandmother that it happened to me. And she died not knowing that it happened to me. So. Because we. I mean, it, the it, mothers it are the seems ones. like that the problem. Are the women. Are the women. Protecting. Men. I, I mean. Uh, I, I don't understand it's it. It's like the Pope protecting priests. I, yeah, I don't get it. 
Like, like I and gonna, with our oh. children, I'm so incredibly overprotective. Like I don't want. I'm not throwing out there. Sink or swim, motherfucker. Whatever. Sink or swim. I don't want <laughs> Keegan anywhere with a boy without Aaron with her. Because Aaron is not going to allow Keegan to be hurt. And I don't want Aaron somewhere without Keegan. Because Keegan will not allow Aaron to be hurt. Okay, but I don't know. Okay. But when she was very little. They're not going to be together all the time. Not, I understand that they're teenagers, but when she was really little, that was a, a nightmare, a recurring nightmare. I used to have to get up in the middle of the night and just go lay next to her to make sure she was okay. Okay. I, I don't get your point, but okay. It's, it, it, it's that kind of like, I guess maybe when you're a victim for as long as I was a victim, you fight tooth and nail not to let that happen to your children. So I don't understand these mothers that look the other way and allow it to continue to happen to their children. But I think what we've identified is it's not just the mothers. It's the mother. It's, it's the, it's someone else in the situation and the system itself. Yeah. Because all, these, when all of these things together are conspiring to keep the status quo and not make any waves. Right. And I think that's what the Me Too movement, if you want to call it a movement, all of these stories that are coming out, either it's a famous people or not famous people, all of these things that are coming up have more to do with tearing at the the system itself. Yeah. More than the person. It's more yeah. about the story being put out there and then forcing the system to have to deal with it. So then you end up with a Harvey Weinstein. Right. You know what I mean? Yep. It's like all these people knew something. Yeah. It wasn't hidden. See, that's the thing that I guess that I, that, that bugs me. It's like all these people knew what someone may have been doing. They knew that there was a story because we don't go to work in corporate environments and not talk to each other. Right. So that well, means and somebody it's, knew something. It's putting something. in scripts. and I mean, they put it in scripts. I know, but that, that, that could be anything. I'm just saying that around the water cooler, people talked. People knew what was going on inside of their corporation. Right. People knew the reputations of, say, an actor or an actress or a TV personality or whomever. Right. People knew. Yeah. Well, if they knew all of this, they never said anything. Right. Yep. And then the person who was victimized may have said something to somebody, but they were hushed up with money and they stayed quiet. Right. And then you have so the police. So where's the have, real problem? Right. And then you have police with actual, you know, actual evidence. Yeah. And they did nothing. Well, I mean, but nothing. You they understand. did nothing. I, I think. I think there's a problem. In our system, part of the system says someone must bring a suit against someone else. Like someone has to say that the other person did a thing before police are going to get involved. Yeah, but outside of children, once the police are involved, I know, and the police do if, nothing. I know, but police can be involved, and if their investigation goes nowhere, like an actual investigation, if they actually check, 
but they don't have any proof of anything. They have nothing to go on. What do you expect police to do? Police aren't really where the problem is. It's not police. It's men. I, I know it's, I don't know if it's men. All I'm saying is it's maybe persistence on the part of the victim because they Why? have to, they have to keep it going and they can't ever stop because of lack of evidence. Cause what evidence is there? Okay. So here's you see what I mean. Outside of rape, rape today, we have evidence for, we have physical evidence of, of an act, right? But if, if somebody did something to you, say on a job and let's say it was lewd and crude, Made yep. you feel bad. Had that happen. Right? Yep. And then it was totally inappropriate. Yep. What the hell? Where? Who are you going to go to? You go to your boss. No, I'm saying you go to... No, because you can't. Why not? Because your boss might be the friend of that person. You've got to go to your HR. Yep. Now you've got to levy some kind of accusation against them. And now you're going to come back and you're going to get the boys club. Maybe, yeah. And everybody who likes that person is going to defend them. I was yep. there. I, I heard what they said, but it wasn't that big a deal. Yep. Blah, 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 blah. Locker yep. room talk. Yep. Blah, blah, yep. blah. Oh, we were all together and maybe we were at the bar and we were yep. drinking and, you know, they, you know, nobody, everybody just blew it off. Yep. Okay. I mean, think about that. Now, this person truly violated. Like, it really happened. Yep. But they're the ones that choose to let it go. They stop. Now, they can stop for tons of different reasons, right? It could be physical, emotional, verbal, job, right? All the reasons that everybody cites yep. for why to keep quiet. You know, if I say something now, I don't. my career is over. If I say something now, I don't get the promotion. If I say something now, I get fired. I get, you, I get that. Yep. Okay. But... At the end of the day, it's still them that have to keep it going. But why is it? You, you call the police. You report a robbery. They come to your house. If you report a robbery and nothing has been stolen and they can't find any evidence of a robbery, guess what the police do? They charge you with false. No, no, I'm just saying. Forget it. They charge you with anything. They say, you say, somebody broke into my house. I feel violated. They broke in. Okay, is anything missing? I can't point to anything that's missing. I, I can't see anything missing. What do you want us to do, ma'am? You know, that's the problem. That's what you're talking about. But you're saying that I should continue to call the police and say, someone broke in my house. Yeah, but you got to... I feel violated. But, but someone you, broke in. I feel violated. And they're just going to stop I, I get listening that. to but you. But that's why, that's why this thing has moved into what is happening in corporate culture. Because we do have other safeguards outside of the police. We have management. Yeah. We have human resources departments. We have, hopefully, some kind of... Uh, problem resolution, some kind of mitigation between the parties. We have something. We have other mechanisms right. inside of corporate America. Whereas the police, they, they what, what else can they do? They can only go on what what is right in front of them. Right. You know, they can go talk to the guy. Yeah. Right? 
The guy yeah. says I ain't do nothing. It wasn't a big deal. We were just, you know, sitting around. I and, just thought she was know, cute. Whatever. You know, it was like, whatever, you know. Well. You saw her titties. They was big. Yeah. Right. Ha, ha, ha. Right? Right. Okay. Yeah. And then what else can ha- what else is going to happen after that? Now, you would think maybe the problem is that first thing, maybe it doesn't throw up any real uh, nothing really happens after it but when somebody else comes and complains about that guy again to the police see that's when you should have something and that's when you should be like okay maybe we need to look into this person maybe we maybe this need maybe this is not a one-off right maybe this was not a hurt feelings or a misunderstanding Maybe this last one was exactly what she said it was. Now, that's not fair to the first woman. Right. I, I'm not going to deny that at all. It's definitely not fair. But if I say that guy is a thief and he stole from other people, but there's no evidence of that thievery. And then later on, someone else says that guy's a thief. He stole this thing. Well, it's going to be the second person that's going to get listened to a little bit more because right. of the first person who had already said, you know, made the accusation. And it that compounds, I think, in people's minds. And people say, okay, we need to take a look at this because we've now got multiple reports of the same behavior. Right. You know, so maybe the first person that Harvey Weinstein does something to they don't get listened to. Yeah, but this has been going but on for 20, I, I 30 know, years. But the, 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 the second, third, fourth, fifth, 20th? sixth. Right. At 50, some point. 56. At some point, the system needs to say, yeah, something wrong here. We need to. The other men in the boys club need to start wrong. saying. I know, but they don't have evidence. That's what I'm saying. Have, That's my point. You have 20 if women I, if I have say. If I have a guy that comes to the water cooler every day and be like, man, this weekend, ooh, boy, we had a party and we did this and we did that. What, what, what evidence do I have that even that guy's story is true? I have no evidence. I was not there. And the guys that were there, everything was consensual. You see, that's where the problem comes in. If I'm just standing around the water cooler listening to the stories of the weekend, I, I don't even believe this fat fucker. I know he ain't getting no, he ain't getting no ass. <laughs> Nobody even like his ugly ass. <laughs> He's the, Bruce Bruce. I mean, think about it. <laughs> Let Bruce Bruce hit it. Damn it. <laughs> I mean, nope, nobody. I ain't hating on Bruce Bruce. But, I mean, still. <laughs> these people, I mean, there's nothing, there's there's so, I mean, I can see it from the police standpoint on this. You're, you're, you're talking about a he said, he said, he said, she said. Who do you believe? It's not even really about belief. What can you prove? What yeah. evidence do I have? You tell me you were raped and you waited 10 days to come in? What am I supposed to do with that? We can try to run a rape kit. You can't. It's done. I mean, you can run it. You can do the procedure. You can do the procedure, but it's But pointless. it's not going to show anything anymore. So, yes, maybe this thing did happen to you. What can I do as a police officer? So that's why I said that you can't really, you're not going to be able to, that you can't really go 
I don't think the police are a viable option at that point. I really don't. To prove that what you say is true. I don't think the police can do that. I just, it's just not in them. Because when you think about it, a rape kit is not done by the police. A rape kit is done by the hospital. The hospital is providing the proof. Physical evidence of of something happening to this person. But you could have had consensual sex with someone and then said, he raped me. Which and, happens all the time. And when they run the rape kit, the evidence is there that you had sex with that person. You don't know. They don't know the conditions. They don't know. But the police are involved in a rape kit. It's not just medical no, no, no. personnel. No, 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 no. They don't do the procedure is what I'm saying. There is a female officer they might in the be room in and the they take room. pictures. I know, they take but they're not clothes. involved in the procedure. They're, they, you know what I mean? What I'm saying is that the, the hospital is collecting the information. Yeah. Okay. That's all I'm saying. But I mean, you had consensual sex and now you want to say it's rape. And all of a sudden now, what is right? What's wrong? How do I know? It was just you two. Now it's still he said, she said. No matter what. Yep. As, as a police officer, I can see there being a problem there. Which way does the police officer... I mean, what can they do? But I, don't, they I don't know. I, don't, I really don't man. know what they can do. No, no, no. I just don't know what they can do. How can they... How can... It's just like it's just like the problem that they have of uh, domestic violence. Different topic. Two people fighting in the house, husband and wife. Who do they take away? They always take the man away. Yep. Okay. Why? Why do they take the damn man away? I don't know. Even you though see? it's her wielding the knife, he has to go. Yeah, he's he's the one. Okay, so where's the bias there? I don't know. Okay. Man and a woman fighting in the house. They got children. Who do they take away? man every time take the man away the man has the defensive cuts on his hands the man is the one that's been assaulted who gets taken to jail the man who gets booked the man i'm sorry it's not fair it's not fair but that's the reality now what is the assumption there is that the man was the aggressor why because he's a man Yep. That's what gets back to the Terry Crews problem. It's a man. Right. We we judge the situation differently based on who the accused and who the uh the victim is. Yeah. We're looking at it differently based on their their sex. Right. And and that's why I say Terry Crews is never gonna be looked at like a victim. He's never gonna be a victim. But he was. He might have been, but he's never going to be seen that way. Just like the man with all the defensive cuts and the woman has been off her meds and fucking sliced his ass up. The woman stays home with the kids off her meds and the man goes to jail. Yep. Tilly shoots her in the head. And well, I'm just saying that's the problem. It's it's it has to do more. It has to do more with how we view men and women in our in western culture yeah because if if someone if a woman came to me and said this man did something to me i'm inclined to believe her yes because in my mind why would you be telling me right 
Like, why would you come all the like if I'm a cop? I'm why would you come all the way down here to tell me if something wasn't wrong? But that's not how we're treated. Well, my point is though. You that's came, how you think. You came all the way down here. Mm-hmm. Something's up. Yeah. I don't know what's actual. I don't know what the, the real deal is yet. All I know is something ain't right and you're in front of me. There's more to dig into here. Yeah. Now, who's doing that digging? Because the beat cop is not doing that digging. The detective is probably got five hundred others. Bigger, I mean, literally bigger things to to deal with than one assault, because that's what that is. That's one assault, one assault that nobody's died. Yeah. You know what I mean? So, in a city, in an urban environment, that one assault, as horrible as it is for that individual person. In the grand scheme of that city or that district, is probably going to fall to the bottom of the pile, as you know, as far as like what, you know, in the hierarchy of things that they are dealing with on a daily basis. Which is why they don't get reported. Well, I don't know if that's. I, I don't think that they shouldn't get reported, though. I think they should be reported, and I think that that this the the system, the mechanisms for retaining that information about the people. So in other words, like I said, you have the one that comes forward. We don't have much to go on. We, we, we learn as much as we can about the situation, right? We get all the witness statements that we can. We get as much information as we can. If there's nothing, if nobody can move forward after that, then all of that should stay, say, top of brain and not be thrown down to the bottom so that the next time, if there's something happens, because in this day and age of computers, I mean, really, that's not hard. That's not hard to keep. It's not like it's a piece of paper going to some holding thing and people have to go and physically go down there and find that Except piece of paper. Except for they have the rape kits. So this woman, I get raped in the backseat of my car. And I go to the police and I say, I was raped. Mm. They do a rape kit. Mm-hmm. They get the evidence from my car. And then it goes in that brown paper bag and it gets sent off to mm-hmm. be processed. Correct. How many of those do you think are sitting in that room to be processed? Well, see, that's a different problem. I mean, in 2009. Now, now, I know, but now what you're saying is the it's a manpower issue. In 2009, the city of Detroit discovered 11,341 rape kits that hadn't been processed. No, no, I hear so you. So you're saying one person, but this is 11,341 no, no, in just one a, city. You're talking about a systemic problem that can actually be fixed. Because what you're talking about is manpower. Processing the things. But processing also includes trying to find out more. No, not just processing no, 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 the no, no, no. The people that do the processing are not the ones finding out more. It's a different group of people. The people that see the problem is 
the processing has to be done in order for the people to do more, right? The information has to be has to be processed, put into the system, and then that information can then be dealt with by someone else. The technician sitting there processing the stuff is not the same person that's going out and finding out what actually happened. See, if it was, I agree with you 100%, but that's not just the way the, the system works. The problem is we don't have enough technicians to deal with all of the influx. So I'm on this. Just We're just doing this one little city, right? Just one little city. As of September of 2017, Detroit had tested approximately 10,000 of those kits, resulting in 2,616 DNA matches and the identification of 811 potential serial rapists. Okay, good. But how long have these things been sitting I know, there? But it's, it's, it's irrelevant now. That's why women don't go and say. But apparently women do. 11,000 of them went. More than I'm sure. More well, than I'm that. just saying, apparently they do. The problem is but not. It, it, there's no the problem, justice for no, it. My point is the problem is not in the reporting. It's in the processing. It's in the processing. It's in the. It's in it's in the prioritization, like you just said. It's one girl, and there there are so many more th important things to handle. No, no, no. I I was using I was using the idea that this one person, say a detective, is going to have to prioritize everything they do because it all at some point it's going to be political. Yep. Okay. But if that processing had been done. Quickly, because it doesn't really take that long. Okay. And you can do more than one at a time. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. So what you're talking about, like I said, is manpower. Who is doing the processing of these particular things? And remember, you're only talking about rape now. Because right. to have a rape kit, you have to have been talking about rape at the right. beginning. Not molestation, right, not right, assault. Right. None not... of those things. No. Okay. But in that one instance... If you get enough people to process the things, or maybe the processing just is better, faster, enough money goes well, that's in, the thing. into you had, the processing. You had, because it was discovered and it was made public, then the state decided to give, you know, $4 million towards it. But that wasn't even enough. So then you had artists like Erica Badu who were throwing concerts and then donating all the money from the concert to help pay for this processing to be done. Okay. And then you have organizations like... I know, but what you're saying is the state can't afford it? The, I think the state just didn't care. Or the care. city can't afford it. The city cannot afford anything. Okay. It's Detroit. Because we know that Detroit can't even afford... They fire. can't afford... Right. Fire. Right. Fire departments to take care of all of the areas. Right. They can't Before even... Before we left, that was an issue. Right. So... But, I mean, my thing is, if it's, it's, I don't, in this instance, and it doesn't sound like women weren't reporting because they didn't think something was going to happen. Women were reporting and their, and what was happening after that reporting was not efficient. It, it was did neglect. not work well. You can't say it's neglect if you don't have the manpower to do the stuff. You can't assume neglect. It was neglect. 
I, I can't. Whether I, it was I intentional or unintentional, no, it was neglect. No, because if you don't have enough money to have the people staff to do the work, that's not neglect. It's just not. It's just not what neglect is. If you're, if you have a, a city, and you're running a city, and you say you have this much money to do this thing, what else is there? You can't. You, you don't just get more bodies. You don't just get. More things. The city has to pay a certain amount. The city can only spend X amount of dollars on doing that particular job. If that means 10 people, but it's a workload for 50, then what do you do? Get it done as fast as you can. You get it done. I'm not saying that that's their problem. What I'm saying is that's what it sounds like. The issue is that they were undermanned. Now, if you're saying that they weren't undermanned and that their problem was prioritization and these things got pushed to the back burner because of some political problem, well, then that's a different problem. Either way, women were coming forward. Women were saying, this happened to me, which is exactly what you're saying should happen, right? Yeah. Okay. That's all. That's all I'm saying. I mean, you. I mean, you. When you start talking about cities or states and dealing with all of the bureaucracy of things that go on in those particular locales, I mean, think about it. If you had, if you had a a, a serial rapist and say small town Parma as an example, right? Yeah. Somebody, masked man. Nobody knows who they are, right? Nobody knows. Honestly, yep. nobody knows. And this person is going around and they're, they're victimizing many, many women all over the place. And these women keep going to the police and there's one person that can actually do the testing. Or there's no person to do the testing in the small town and they have to send it away to get it done by someone else. Yep. What do you expect the response to be? The response is going to be slow. The response is going to be painful. It's going to be painfully slow. It's going to be. There's no way around that. And then you multiply that across, you know, just, just take it as big as uh, Lansing, right? Everything just gets bigger. You get, Yeah, you got a staff of 10, but you get the same damn problem. Then you get to a place like Detroit. Detroit used to have a lot of people. Used to. Right? Same issue. It just got bigger. But the, the lack of manpower, the political will, right? Okay. I mean, that, I mean, that's where the problem seems to be. That's where the problem seems to be in corporate America. Mm -hmm. You know? Yeah. The, the, the CEO believes one thing. The CEO don't run the company. CEO, that's not what CEOs do. You know? What does that manager do? That HR person do? They know that this person has been working at the company and they've had different people say different things about them. You ain't got to wait for the police. You know, that person can be fired. You know, I've seen people get fired for things like hair. Yeah, me and too. And earrings. Those things are more egregious than... A sexual predator walking around your company? 
the sexual predator will be there longer than the person who had dyed their hair and got right. box braids. Exactly. You know what I'm saying? So, I mean, that's where we, that's, I think, where we have to, we have to change. That's where I hope this whole thing leads to is something where that is, is looked at. You know, yeah. we, we, though, working folks just want essentially equity. Right. You know, if, if I'm told I have to go do a job and I want to be held to the same standard, but I also want the ability to maybe be better than I was when I first got there. Right. So if I make a mistake, I should be allowed to make a mistake. That's not assault. That's just a mistake. Yeah. You know, say I'm a 20 something and I came in and I started running my mouth about what we did on the weekend. Shut your ass up. Right. Now, that doesn't mean you don't talk to your friends. That just means inside of this building, maybe you don't give all the details about what you did this right. weekend. Yep. Okay. I don't think that's too much to ask. Nope. You know. So I guess there has to be, there has to be something. And I mean, I've been in that position many times where shit, I'm sort of in it now. I I don't talk about anything personal at work. Yeah. You know, I I literally just, I mean, and I don't really talk a whole lot about what happened at work at home. Right. You know what I mean? And I've, I've been, I've been that I've, I've like literally, Separated, you know, the two halves. Yeah. You know, work is work and home is home. And you just kind of just. Yep. You know, you don't jeopardize home by messing up things at work. Right. Because you. That that could be bad, you know, yeah. I mean, as far as just keeping your house. Yep. <laughs> you know. Yeah. I mean, there's yeah. just. I mean, I remember, you know, you. you I, I remember being a computer technician, I'm walking around and you're on, say, uh, the, the building I was in, the third floor was like the big wig, the, the yeah. president of the company, right? And you'd be up there and, and the, the somebody might, you know, see you and maybe talk about something casual, basketball, did you see the game or whatever? Right. Did you check this out? Did you see, did you see what happened at halftime? Oh my God, did you see a whole girl... And you just shut the fuck up. Right. <laughs> just stand there and just let them talk. And you kind of just nod and, okay. And you walk away. Right. Yeah. you get away from them quickly. Yeah. Why? Not because they, they didn't, may not have done anything all that bad, but you don't want to be known as the guy who agreed with. Right. Or the guy that went along with. Yeah. Because that secretary that can hear him might be offended by what he just said. Yeah. Yep. And I can't I I may not be in a in a, in my work life. I am not in a position to be like, dude, you got to you got to calm that down cuz this is a vice president of some division. Right. I'm just a lowly computer technician. I'm not going to tell this motherfucker what he can and can't say on his floor. Right. Right? Yeah. 
Because that could jeopardize my job. Literally jeopardize yep. my job. Yep. But am I going to stand there complicit in what he did? No. No. Nope. I'm not. I'm absolutely not going to say that again. I said one of the most difficult things I ever ha had to deal with was working in a company where there were only two women and there were 45 men. And my boss was probably one of the most misogynistic pigs I had ever worked for, ever. And he forced me to go, made it mandatory that I go to this thing at a bar. And while he was there, he was trying to say he was a god. And I looked at him and said, you put your pants on the same way everybody else does. And because I said that, because I was tired of the bullshit... <clears throat> on a Sunday afternoon, I almost lost my job because everybody else thought it was funny and they were all going along with it and I just couldn't do it anymore. I was like, you are an ass. But of course, I'm not going to tell my boss he's an ass. I just told him he's human <clears throat> and he's trying to convince everyone else he's a god. But isn't that, that's, I think that's where it always, where it's always a problem is and 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 I don't think that's a, a, I don't think that's a sexual thing. I think it's a corporate problem. Yeah. When you're, and this is why, like here, I stay away from being out. Yep. With people that work, I work with, because one or two drinks, tongue loosens up a bit. Yep. You just might make a statement, a yeah. sentence. Yeah. And then people react to that. And next thing you know, you've got a problem at work. Yep. And I had a problem at work from then on. Because, you know, I was already fighting for them to hire women sales reps. And he was refusing because it was dangerous for women to sell. It was dangerous for women to be in this position because they would have to go into people's homes. But why is it dangerous for a woman if she's... A professional. I mean, it, it was it was just stupid. His reasons were so stupid. And then when he forced me to go to this thing that I told him I was uncomfortable going to, he said, if you don't go, you're going to get doctor pay. You know, I'm going to have to write you up. This is a mandatory thing. And then I get there. And then I ended up getting written up anyway because he was an ass. And I wasn't going to take it anymore. It's just... That's the type of bullshit. So at what point do you call the cops? You don't. He wasn't sexually well, assaulting I mean, me or harassing me. He was just an asshole. Okay, but maybe. See, and that's where the bad date or, thing comes in. He's was, just an asshole. Or, or was he? He was an asshole. I don't know. I can't. He, I can't. I can't tell you your story. All I'm saying is, at what point? Would you have, would you go and say, at what point would you go to your own HR? I went. the police, just, just I, inside I of the company, went, keep it inside After the that, after that happened, I called HR. And what changed? And they were in a different state. But what changed? Anything positive? Not really. I mean, it was, it's just, it, The I only guess, thing that positive happened is they sent one of the vice presidents to be stationed in the office for six months. But was it because of one phone call? It was because of that. I, I, 
I don't, I really don't think that any of this stuff is going to yield anything positive. I don't think it's going to yield anything positive either. I think that it's necessary to get it out. It's not the whole not the whole date thing. Not the whole he you made harping on the date thing. Not that's the whole not he really, made me uncomfortable really at work. Not the whole when I what I'm talking about that is positive that it's coming out is the sexual harassment, the blacklisting from positions or from you know like the whole movie industry thing blacklisting from parts because they said no that stuff is good yeah, get but it I out could blacklist there. somebody for saying yes you could yeah I mean they just don't. not promoting someone else that's my isn't that my prerogative if I'm in that position to promote someone I can choose to promote or choose not to promote, right? I guess, yeah. No, I mean, I'm just saying. I mean, if, why is that wrong? I'm talking when there's a sexual advancement. What if it's and no you sexual? and you decline it? What if I just don't and like then the you way don't get the looks. promotion that you were going to get before he? Ah, you say going to get? You weren't going to get a promotion. Why not? You weren't going. You're not guaranteed a promotion. If you had already been told you're getting promoted, but I want you to do this thing, and you don't do this thing, and then we change our mind. Why is that a problem? That's that's is doesn't that happen all the time? We want you to do. It's like uh, we want you to do something so that you can get what you want. We want this. You want that. You do this for you us. You want to go do, to the football game. I scratch game? your back. You scratch mine. Why? Why is that a problem in corporate America? Isn't that how corporate America works? You help me out, I help you out? It doesn't include blowjobs or bending over or... Uh, wait, wait. Why not? Why doesn't it include those things? Because I would say that, that most men probably bend over for other men in some way, shape, or form. To get what they want. Okay, they, they don't literally bend over. I know, but... You're talking about being violated. And maybe they are being violated. Maybe they are being belittled. Maybe they are being treated less than their position. You mean the way uh, Trump treats Jeff Sessions? Uh, I'm saying the way that most corporations work. I mean, you could uh, you could be sitting there in your in your office and you got the most rough kind of manager over you, right? And then all of a sudden you see that your manager with his manager. And you see how he's not so rough anymore and how he just bends to whatever that person says and how he just licks his boots no matter what's going on, right? And then he comes back to you and he's all overbearing again. What I'm saying is, those people Maybe our vomit. problem is corporate America's acceptance of those being lower, taking it in the ass from those who are above them. Maybe that's that's the commonality. 
that could be where the problem actually exists. Because I would say that there's lots of people out there that, that take a lot of shit that they probably shouldn't. No. But they can't say, I'm not going to take this shit anymore because then somebody just says, you're fired. They pull a Trump. Yeah. You're fired. Yep. Get out. Okay, now I'm gone. Now I have no job. I'm not, I have no references. Right. I try to get a new job. Why'd you get fired? Because I wouldn't take no shit. Oh, I don't want your ass. Right. You no shit taker. All I'm going to do is give you shit. Yep. I mean, that's my job. You're kind of cute. Mm. I got a couch. Uh. You see what I'm saying? How is it different? That's what has to stop. Well, my point is, I'm, I'm not disagreeing with you. You're right. It does have to stop. But what I'm saying is, I, I think people are being violated in many different ways when it comes to corporate America or corporate culture. And I think that until people are in people in positions of power recognize that they are victimizing their own workforce to the detriment of their own companies and their own positions and their own culture. Well, it, that, that is the culture because we've been uh, Western culture has been victimizing others, people, other people. I, I say my, beginning students, of time. my students would tell you that in Europe, it's started sometime after the, the fall of Rome. I would say it's probably before that. I no, I think people have victimized other people, but in Western culture, feudalism is what brings on that thing. Yeah. You see, Rome did it. Yeah. Yes. But, you know, the idea of the the weak all working for the benefit of the Lord. Yep. You know, that, that idea of having little pyramids everywhere and I'm a Lord and I'm over all of you and you all work for my benefit, yep. but not for your own benefit. Yep. Yeah, see that that in itself, that system, that's the system that has to change. Yeah. Because when you think about it, all those lords would have been all the CEOs of all these companies out there. Yep. And they all would have said, "Oh, you I mean, you're you're my friend and you want to you want a girl for the night. Well, there she is over there. Just go take her." Right. And then you send her over there and you say, "Look, this is my friend and why not? You you Oh, you're married? Oh, that's okay. That's not a big deal. Just go with him for tonight. He's only going to be here tonight. Right. He, he thinks you're very beautiful. How's it different? She doesn't have a fucking Me Too movement. She doesn't have a Me Too movement. It's not different. It is the same shit, and it's been going on for a long damn time. Centuries. It's been going on for centuries. And we, all we did was pick it up and move, move it to America. And, and it's not... And I say we as in the white folks from Europe. I don't think it's going to change. I don't think it's going to stop anything. No, I think it could change. I just think that that the change itself, what, what would change is probably going to have... It's going to have to change with the newer companies instead of older companies. Okay, you're talking corporate. I'm talking... 
the the molestation, assault, yes, but like rape. I said, those are not the things that are the problem. Okay. When I say not the problem, not not people not rec- people not recognizing that they're an issue. Everybody recognizes those are an issue. But those like, are the things that those are the things that don't get reported. Yes, but those are the things. How that do you prove? We're back to proving year after year after year after year after year. I know, but you're back man to proving. Man after man after man. But you're still back to proving. That's how what the I'm fuck saying. does a two year old prove they that don't. The, the babysitter they did something? Don't. How they does a two year old even know that they're doing something I know, wrong? I know they don't. That's the whole point. There's no way so to prove it. So it's just going to continue. Well, I think I think men doing things and it's just going to continue. I think people hurting other people is always going to continue. I don't think that's going anywhere inside of human culture. What people do because of that behavior is what can change. But I don't think there's always going there's always going to be someone who does something that is vile. Yeah. To the society. And and now then it becomes how does the society deal with them? I don't think society deals with pedophiles in the right way. They should not be put in prison. They should not be given lethal injection. They should get a bullet to the brain and be done with them. You cannot rehabilitate a pedophile. Uh, I can't. I can't speak on that because I have no idea. I don't know if a. I don't know if a person can be rehabilitated, and I don't know if. if it's been. If I don't know if it's good that the state can kill people. See, it's there's, just, there's okay, a, fine. Because honestly, what I would say is, the parent should be able to put a bullet in his brain. No, no, no. Just give him a bat. Oh yeah, that'd be fun. You see what I'm saying? I mean, I mean, if uh, forget bullets, just give him a bat. Let them stand there, and 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 they can do it. They can do what they feel is necessary to do to get some kind of satisfaction. Because honestly, if it was me, a bullet's not enough. I, I agree. Mean, it's just not. It's just. I agree with it's you. It's too final. It's too. It's too easy. Yeah, it's too easy. It's too, too quick. So, I mean, if you're if you're, you know, give me a pair of pliers. You know, I'm just saying. Let's not let's not divulge how Scorpio the two no, of us I'm just, really no, my are. My point is, if if if. It's like it's like kind of like what they would do when, um, oh, your your daughter or your son has been killed by this person, and then you don't want them to have the death penalty. Okay, that's fine. You don't have to want them, but the state's going to kill them anyway. Well, that's not right. I think it's better to have them tortured. That's because you grow, grew up with what's, me. What's up with that? Why you gotta Why you gotta put the business in? Why you got to tell the whole world that, that we up here torturing people? We're not really torturing people. Death is subtle. Subtle yeah. or it's sudden? Really Death sudden. is subtle? Not subtle. You mean sudden. No. It's just. It's not as painful for the person. Right. If sudden. You, if you, like, torture them, then you can make them feel the pain that you're feeling. But, can, but can you, though? 
That's the problem. Physical pain and emotional pain are, are totally different. Thing. And that's, I think, the problem that we have when we're when we look at, say, uh, a family who's lost someone for whatever reason. They were killed by someone else, and then say we're getting justice for the family because a lot of times, there's not. Unfortunately, there. there's no, there's nothing for that family. No, they're not getting. They're not going to get anything out of that. The state will. Right. But the but. The the people they're they're still going to be dealing with the same loss yep. that they were dealing with while that guy was either after they killed that part of their family while they were on in jail and yep. going through trial while they were on death row and then up until the point that they were killed and then after they were killed by the state they're still going to be going through it I it's just not. So then, like Keegan says, then that person, no matter how long that they suffered through that whole process, they are still dead. They are still not going to be suffering anymore, but that family will still be suffering. Right. The, so the state or torture is not going to take that away from that family. Nope. But torture would be more satisfying for a moment. Maybe. For a moment. Only for no, a small no, no. moment. Because it might not be. Yeah. Because what if you're not a person that, that can stomach torture? True. You know, so maybe it's not better. I agree. Anyway. I don't know. I I I think it's a a cultural dilemma that needs it needs the attention of people. But I still say that there's going to be a backlash to this thing that is going to absolutely turn upside down corporate culture in Western culture. Because Eastern culture ain't dealing with this shit. Nope. They ain't dealing with it at all. Nope. It's expected. It's accepted. Yeah, it's not, it's not, it's not a thing here. They're not they're not looking at any of this like something that's coming to them. And nope. it probably won't for at least 50 years. Maybe. Maybe. Maybe longer. So Especially in China. I, I can't see anything there. changing like that in China that quickly. Well, it's not quick. That's quick. No, I'm talking about just women talking about they want say pay equity, they want uh the ability to not be victims or be victimized by men. 50 years. I said when we, well, maybe 60. I said when we got to the United States, when we got to Vinci in 2011, I said that it was like the 1950s with the internet. Yep. So I'm still holding to that. 60 years, man. But their internet is, I was just talking about this last night. Their internet is so filtered and censored no no that i said it's the 1950s with the internet yeah yeah i'm yeah. not saying that the internet i said the same good. thing last night i'm saying that the that they are that behind western culture when it comes to certain social issues that's what which leads me back to 60 years aaron having that conversation explaining homosexuality and transgender because 
Even though his friend has heard the terms, he didn't know what they meant. And if he looks them up online, he can't find the information he needs. Well, he can find it. The it's problem is accurate. it's not in Chinese. Right. Well, no, I think he could probably I can, I can read it and it, understand it. I can in look English. it up. I can look up those the all those terms online, no VPN, and you will get to the information. The problem is Chinese children go to Baidu. Yeah. And then they expect that they're gonna get outside of Baidu and they're not. Right. So their search engine that what they're choosing to search with is dictating their results. Yeah. Absolutely. Yep. Somebody said that to me last week. Why don't you use Baidu? It's like, why would I? Right. I was talking about that last night. Like, there's, I was talking about the 1984 Tiananmen Square thing and how if you go to Baidu and search for that, you will not get anything. It'll say no information found. And the person said, but I don't understand. The whole world knows it happened. And I said, but China isn't the whole world. It's China. And they block what their citizens know. And, you know, those people well, don't. Keep in mind, all countries do that. Yep. You know, and I said, if they went to Google or Yahoo and searched it, they would get information. But they don't. They just use Baidu. Of course. Because, but yeah, to keep in mind, it's also in Chinese. Right. I mean, if you're, if you're, if that's your language, and you know, what, what you else? What else are you going to search in? You can get those things in Chinese. I know, but that's not. It's outside of what is useful to you because everything is on that one platform. That's where you go. Yeah. You know, like we. We like had we had search engine wars <laughs> along with our browser wars. We had many different search engines yep. from web crawler to Google to I never use web crawler. We have so many different search and Alta Vista. I mean, you know how many search engines we went through? No. What was uh what was the what was the one? Was the Expedia? Was there an Expedia? No, there was the there Ask was Jeeves, like, there was Yeah, Ask Jeeves South About.com. Yeah, but those weren't search engines about answers well to questions but there were so many search engines i don't know because i didn't use a whole i only used i used a lot of them there was so many of them msn is what i used yeah that was usually that was one because i had a hotmail for a long time but then once i got a gmail everything switched over to my gmail and to chrome and that's it yeah but I'm saying, I mean, I we had, all we've devices. always had options. Yeah. China kind of hasn't had right, options. Right, they have Baidu and how.com. Right. That's it. I think one, it's six, how, three. one, two, three. Is it one, two, three, or what is one, six, one, three? I don't know what one, six, three is. But I, basically, they're they're still pulling from the same pool. Yeah. They're not pulling from a different right. set of results. <clears throat> Maybe ordered in a different way, but it's still the same same approved results. So, uh-oh, where are you going? Oh, no. Um, I don't have anything to say to the people. I guess while you're gone, I'll tell the people where they can find us. All right, people. It's just me and you now. We have, we have gotten rid of the dead weight. A.K.A. the Karen. 
So uh, if you want to find us, you can find us on the YouTubes, the Facebooks, and the iTunes at The Traveling Fars. If you want to uh, <clears throat> email us, feel free to give us some feedback. Talk to us. Tell us what you're thinking at travelingfars at gmail.com. Uh, don't forget that you can always hear our uh, episodes if you're not getting it on iTunes or some other service. You can always hear us at thetravelingfars.blueberry.net. No ease in Blueberry. And Twitter and Instagram, you can always check us out at travelingfars. I'm uh, back. Oh, God. She's back. I'm sorry. I feel better now. So, there you go. Please, hit us up. Karen, you got anything else for the people? Uh, yeah, keep an eye out for the latest episode of Growing Up Expat. Aaron and Keegan are talking about... Where are they keeping an eye out? On the YouTubes. And I will post it on our Facebook page. Um, and I will tweet a link. Um... Aaron and Keegan are talking this week about... If you tweet on Twitter, what do you do on Instagram? You post, I guess. You don't inst? I don't think so. I don't know because I'm not cool, so I don't have the lingo. What is what is it? What is the other thing? Oh, Pinterest. Why don't we have something on Pinterest? Why do we have something Why on Pinterest? Why don't we? We do have something on Pinterest. I don't have that on my little the, piece of paper you here. Can search my piece of paper says YouTube, Facebook, iTunes, email, website, Twitter, and Instagram. I just talked to the people about this. Well, I don't have anything on here that says Pinterest. Pinterest is new. It's the traveling fars on Pinterest. And I have the traveling the fars. Traveling Why fars. don't I have any good info? Why do I have old? Sorry, info? it's just happened within the last two weeks. Two weeks. <laughs> two weeks. Um, I'm Damn. adding traveling tips, uh, destinations, uh, packing tips, uh, different different types of things like that. I'm also working on the blog, on the blueberry. So this week I will be posting um, some information about how to do job searches in outside of your country. For I keep getting asked daily, how do I get a job abroad? Um, I may do a China-specific one because that's the country we're in, and we get asked about that. I get asked about that daily. Um, but because we're also searching in other countries, I may uh, do a, a a general one as well. Right now we have search, search, search. Forty applications out in thirteen search, different countries. Search, search. Well, forty plus. Anyway, back to the growing up expat episode. Aaron and Keegan are talking about what it's like to be a third culture kid and what is a third culture kid. So that will be up probably tomorrow or Monday. Oh really now? Yes. They have to Finish the whip is what you have to do. They have to finish recording the episode Whoop. and editing it. So it will go up probably Monday morning. It'll be up our time. So Sunday night. That's all I have, I guess. That's it? That's all you got? I guess. We're still job hunting. Starting to interview. Vacation I coming up. Yeah, vacation. The spring festival. I'll have one more week. One more week. One more week. One more week. Woohoo! Yeah. One more week and it's 
vacation time. Yeah, and I'm going to start going through all of our stuff and getting Ship rid of, it. getting rid of things that we don't need or wear or want or Be gone. Picture Be gone. Stuffed animal no. Be gone. Uh, yoga ball. <laughs> can't take my yoga ball yet. And I I don't know how I'm going to do it, but my yoga mat must go. Nah, just buy another one. No, it's so thick. I've never seen one this thick before. Trust me, Amazon's got you covered. It's that thick? Trust me, Amazon's got you covered. <laughs> Anything you can buy on Taobao, you can buy on Amazon. I don't want to buy it again. It's so oh, nice. Oh, man, we're going to buy my... everything again. I love about? my yoga mat. I love my monitor. You're right. You could ship it. No, I don't I don't it's... know how that would work, though, think... because of the voltage stuff. No, no, no. That's not an I'm issue. That's so, not an issue for this kind of stuff. I'm so sad. I'm like losing my bread maker that I've wanted for all these years. I finally have one. I Buy can't take one. it with me. Buy another one. I don't care about my food processor or the, 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 any of that stuff. But the bread That's maker. the what second, third one we bought? Yeah. My really nice one is still in the States. I could probably get that sent to me. Okay. Why? Because then I could have my really nice food processor Wrong. and my stand mixer and Wrong. my cast iron pans. Wrong. You you wax poetic about your... Oh, what I wouldn't give to have my, my cast iron pans. Oh, it's so good being a scumbag. <laughs> Should we Google wax poetic podcasts and see if that comes up? Oh, is it out there yet? Let me go look. For those of you who don't know. Wax poetic. Oh, look. Nothing. Nothing in the podcast department for wax poetic. I, I, I'm looking. Uh, there's something by Chris Peters, but not by. Uh, Stop. Nope, nope, nope. Not what we're looking for. So sorry, people can't help you. The scumbags can't find it over all here. All I either. can say is back of the theater podcast. That's yes. all I can say to you. Back of the theater podcast. And what was the last one we listened to? We they did the re air of the Beyonce show. We listen, yeah, we listened to the Beyonce show. Best that was like show of their entire everything. Well, I have that, not that you've heard so far. Yes, I cried so hard. I was laughing. I couldn't catch my breath. I think Best that was one 20, ever. That was two years. So it was twenty sixteen. Yeah, it was. It's the beginning of that show was from originally from the beginning of twenty sixteen. But they re aired it for and they re aired it recently. Right. But yes hysterical foolishness very funny. very funny man telling you we need to have them on we really should that'd be funny i should contact what happens what happens if what would happen if oh that would be awesome what would happen if menelik had to be interviewed <gasps> and people knew who he was that would be awesome Oh, I'm 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 gonna message Hans right so now. So different between like interviewing and being interviewed, especially since you know the movie is is what the last podcast movie's almost done or the movie. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, gonna, one angry black man. One angry black man. Yeah, one angry black man. Oh. <laughs> I'm men like Lamumba. I want I want I want a special copy. 
I want it like a, a special digital download. I want I want a signed T-shirt. What that says "No Daddy Niggas" on it. <laughs> <laughs> I want one. I want one a T-shirt signed, signed. That is just a T-shirt, and that you know how they have those T-shirts that look like a tuxedo. Yeah. I want a T-shirt that looks like uh um. Uh, a suit, a okay. black suit with a white girl. shirt and a neck sweater. <laughs> next That's what I want. I want that shit. Oh, it'd be awesome. Oh, I swear I think about that at least once a day. That no daddy niggas, man. There's a, there's, oh God. At least once a day. That shit runs through my brain. Uncle Reverend Negro with the neck sweater. Man, God damn. That's it. That's the shit. All right. <laughs> Let's get out of here. Say goodbye to the people. Goodbye, people. Peace.